every day you wake up and say, how can I serve them better? How can I improve my service? How can I improve my product? Instead of how can I make more money? You know, do what you love and do it with excellence, and the money will follow. I totally believe that. Too many people are focused on me, 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 get, 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 and they're not focused on giving and service. And the more you serve, the more it comes back. I have to say, listening to your radio station just on the commercials when, you know, we're in, on break, uh, I'm inspired by the commercials. So, Good. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job. But we're trying, Jack. You know, yeah. this is, you know, when, when you said that 144 rejections you got before you got the first book out and how your 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 own your own folks started laughing out loud when you said uh, what you were going to do, that's good inspiration for us. But, um, but, well, you know, let me just say this. Yeah. Our, our Second best-selling book after the first Chicken Soup book was Chicken Soup for the Woman's Soul. Mm-hmm. First book sold 10 million. The Women's Soul sold 8 million. Women really are the the power behind the, the throne. You know, the secretaries that run their bosses' lives and so forth. And I think it's all about empowering women around mm-hmm. the world. So I just think that uh, what you're all doing is great. Thank you so much. We're just giving possibility a, a, a second thought and a run for it. Yeah, <laughs> good. Road time. Welcome to Rolanda on Demand. I love my podcast because we not only tackle the tough issues of the day, but we deal with hot topics, celebrity interviews, and information that can help you in your business or relationships. This is Rolanda on Demand. Listen, you guys know I don't gush over a lot of people, but Jack Canfield is one of those people that I gush over. I'm sorry, I'm a huge fan. Why? Because number one, he's a master storyteller. Number two, he is an entrepreneur with marketing skills and storytelling like nobody else in the world. And number three, because he's just so cool. I love Jack Canville. He is a down-to-earth brother. (laughs) I've gotten to know Jack because we often end up at a lot of the same conferences doing thought leadership speeches and meeting with people and selling books and the rest. But I always look at him as a mentor because here is a man who took 144 rejections. (laughs) I only took about 17. (laughs) And he still came out with one of the number one sellingest books in American history. He is a master of marketing. He is a master of storytelling. Imagine what happens when you put the two together. Well, that to me is called Jack Canfield. You know him for his Chicken Soup for the Soul series. But one of my favorite books is The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. Jack has one of the most humble stories you will ever hear in terms of tremendous success in business. Ask Jack what he does. He says, I just tell good stories about average people who can do extraordinary things. Jack believes that anybody can do anything if they're committed to it. Well, Jack, I'm going to follow your lead. Hey, you want to join us? Come on. Let me introduce you, Jack Canfield. You know, I first saw you at the Agape Church. Yes. And you were speaking about financial wealth. And I was so inspired by your stories. I mean, there's no question that stories can change a life. No, it's true. I I, I learned that first speaking in an all-black inner-city high school. I taught there for two years. And the only thing that ever really got anyone's attention when I was was telling true stories. And then they would be inspired by them and want to 
you know, be motivated to achieve more. And, and that was really the beginning of my career as a motivational speaker and later a psychological trainer for success. That's right. A good story sells. A good story. That's that's it. What, what have you, um, I mean, how did all of this begin? You have become so huge. And you are, and listen, I'm trying to study your, your art of, of branding. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'm reading Branding for Dummies, which is another successful series of books. It's true. But uh, I just, I just want to know, how did you do it? How did it start? And how did you get people to believe in you? Well, you know, it really started out quite accidentally. Uh, I was going around giving talks and seminars, and people would come up after the end of them and say, that story you told about the puppy or the Girl Scout or the Boy Scout or whatever, they'd say, is that in the book anywhere? I'd say no, and they'd say, well, my daughter needs to read it or my son needs to read it. And, <laughs> and one day I'm coming home on the plane, and I thought, you know, the world's telling me put these stories in a book. What am I? I'm stupid here, you know. So I outlined all the stories I knew on the way home, or at least put them in the names of you know possible titles. And I had about 69 stories. Mm. And then I met Mark. We were friends, but I met him again at a uh, conference, and he asked me what I was doing. I told him I was putting the other book of stories. He said, I want to do it with you. So that's how we teamed up. And, you know, we most people don't know the story, Rolanda, but we actually, that first book was rejected by 144 publishers. That is, um, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, and first of all, the book is like gold today. I mean, right. <laughs> you don't reject chicken soup. Right. So how, I mean, why? Did they just think it was too corny or did they think that we wouldn't be touched by these well, stories? I think initially they said nobody buys books of short stories. And this was true in the world of fictional short stories. But these were all true, nonfiction stories. And so they didn't have any reference point for what this was. And Mark and I were out giving speeches, getting standing ovations, and people were crying and getting goosebumps. So we knew the stories were, would work. Mm -hmm. But there was a fear in New York, you know, to try something new. And actually, it took us a year and a half to sell the book. We eventually took it down to a little publisher in Florida who said they would publish it with no advance, thought they'd sell 20,000 copies. Mm -hmm. And we told him our goal is a million and a half in a year and a half. And I don't know if you've ever shared a goal with someone and they, they laughed out loud at you. But yeah, a lot of times. <laughs> our publisher literally laughed out loud. And uh, <laughs> he said, you guys are crazy. We said, no, we're entrepreneurial and we're optimistic and we're going to work hard. And we did. And I think the reason it became a brand is because something has to have a repetitive value over and over. And after about the fifth or sixth book, because we put in the back of the book, if you have a story, send it in. Maybe we'll do a sequel. And pretty soon we were getting 500 stories a day in the mail. Everybody has a story. No one knows where to send it. So after a while, it became kind of a household word associated with, you know, ethics and values and caring and love and mm -hmm. family. And, and integrity. Integrity and caring. Hey, you know something? I haven't heard those words in a long time, Jack. It's really true, you know. We just the chicken soup for the child soul. Oh, wonderful. It, it's really a read-along book for parents, for moms and dads to read to their kids that are 8 to 12. And all of the stories deal with those kind of themes of loyalty and friendship and honesty and integrity and so forth. So it's our attempt to, again, use stories to get the kids to develop character. But a good story behind it always reminds you to keep on the right track, and it helps you with your focus. When we come back, Jack, would you do me a favor? Sure. Can you share with me one of those stories? Give us a scoop. Sure. Okay, so we're going to back. Jan, Jack Canfield is going to give us a little scoop here from his book, Children, I mean, Chicken Soup for the Children's Soul. Is that right, Jack? Child Soul. For the Child's Soul. That is wonderful. I mean, so many chicken soups. I mean, I mean, and what is your favorite one, Jack? Favorite book? Yeah. I, I still have to say it's the first book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, and then probably... 
Secondly would be chicken soup for the teacher soul. Uh, and thirdly would be chicken soup for the writer soul, because I used to be a teacher and I am a writer. So those books. And then entrepreneurial soul here, because I'm also an entrepreneur. I feel uh, oh, you, th- you, you think? <laughs> I'm going to be reading that book, too. And we'll be right back with Jack Canfield with Chicken Soup for the Soul. Bold Radio. It's Rolanda. Make the list of your dreams. Mm-hmm. Are you into the list thing? I'm always thinking about what I'm grateful for. I did categories. So I did finances. I did health and fitness. I did family. And what do you put in those categories? So, for example, in health and fitness, I want to continue to work out at least three days a week. Did you read my list? (laughs) There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. Hey, while you're listening, if you could please subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any other good ones coming up. And also, if you could give me a rating, I would appreciate it, and a review so I can know if I'm getting on the right track with you. Please let me know what you think about the show. And also, follow me in social media at Rolanda Watts. That's R-O-L-O-N-D-A-W-A-T-T-S. At Rolanda Watts on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and visit Rolanda.com. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. Bro, she said, I sit here and wash my dishes listening to you. Oh, that's And great. she said, you're my kitchen companion. That's what the whole thing is that you talk about and I talk about, too, is that is going for your dreams, trying something new, not being afraid to fail. We need to have passion in whatever we do. Without that passion, which is where the center of our creativity is, you're not going to have a fulfilling life. There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. Hey guys, if I could make one suggestion, pick up Jack's book, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. Now, I will admit it's about a decade old, but I'm going to tell you, the practical and inspirational information and guidance that you get from this classic, I mean, it's helped hundreds of thousands of people, let it help you. I mean, let's achieve some success. Jack's book is always a good one to have on the bedside table as a reference book or to put in your ear, a good audio book to listen to at the gym or when you're stuck in traffic. (laughs) But I tell you what, Jack has wonderful principles that he has studied, that he has taught and lived for more than 40 years. And it's, like I said, practical advice, inspiring information, all through great storytelling. Let Jack's information help us get to the life and career of our dreams. Let's not hesitate. Let's get right back to Jack. It's ridiculous. We're working with all these different co-authors with us. And uh, so, yeah, it's amazing what's happening. Now, Jack, tell me this. What is the weirdest chicken soup for? Well, I don't know. Maybe chicken soup for the NASCAR soul. I thought that was a little bit out there. But, you know, we've had everyone propose everything from chicken soup for the rodeo soul, chicken soup for the Christmas uh, ornament collector soul. And, uh, you know, what I'm always amazed by, Rolanda, is how many subcultures there are in our country. And, and, you know, you could belong to nine or ten of them. If you're a woman, if you're African-American, if you live in California, if you love basketball, if you've got a daughter. I mean, you know, it's just amazing how many, you know, interest groups there are. And so we keep doing books where we think we're meeting the needs of those people. So what else have you learned about people in all of this chicken soup? 
Well, I've, I've learned that, that average people, you know, can do extraordinary things, and that's really, like, we're writing, uh, working on a book, Chicken Soup for the Extraordinary Teenager Soul, mm. and uh, they're all kids who, you know, maybe when they were 14, they, they raised a half a million dollars for the Leukemia Society because one of their best friends got leukemia, or was one girl, Mackenzie, uh, who I just uh, worked with, she is out there collecting um, money and um, duffel bags and books and teddy bears so that every foster child, when they move from one home to another, doesn't have to have their clothes and their possessions in a garbage bag. Mm. And so we just really want to let teenagers know that you can be extraordinary, too. You don't have to be the best athlete or the most musically talented, but there's always something extraordinary you can do simply by making a commitment. Were you shocked or surprised by the goodness in our world? You know, I, not not as much as you might think. I've I've always believed in people, and and I, when, even when I was teaching in a black inner city school in the ghetto, you know there were extraordinary acts of heroism and love and caring uh, among gang members, and you know people that you wouldn't expect to do things. Uh, you know I've met I've met skinheads who, when they were confronted with a crying child, all of a sudden turned into a blubbering mass of empathy. You know, mm. so it's just. Uh, I know it's in there in everybody, and uh, you know we did a book, Chicken Soup for the American Soul, which was after 9-1-1, and it's a book we did in three months. Normally our books take one or two years to collect the stories, and um, just the amount of people coming forward and doing good things, policemen from Alabama just taking time off and on their own pay coming up to New York and, and, and adding to the police force and just guarding buildings like the Empire State Building and being there for people and firemen from all over the country coming to work on the uh, 911, uh, you know, the, the ground zero and so forth. So it's, I think people want to serve. People want to do good things. They just don't often know where to go or how to do it. I have to say, listening to your radio station just on the commercials when you know we're in, on break, uh, I'm inspired by the commercials. So, good. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job. But we're trying, Jack. You know, yeah. this is you know when when you said that 144 rejections you got before you got the first book out, and how your 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 own your own folks started laughing out loud when you said uh, what you were going to. That's good inspiration for us. But um, but well, you know, let me just say this. Yeah. Our, our Second best-selling book after the first Chicken Soup book was Chicken Soup for the Woman's Soul. Mm-hmm. First book sold 10 million. The women sold sold 8 million. Women really are the the power behind the, the throne. You know, the secretaries that run their bosses' lives and so forth. And I think it's all about empowering women around mm-hmm. the world. And uh, you know, the micro lending things that are going on and so forth. I just think that uh, what you're all doing is great. Thank you so much. We're just giving possibility a, a, a second thought and a run for it. Yeah, good. <laughs> so give us a scoop of soup. One of the stories about a, a boy who was born with only one finger on his right hand and a finger and a thumb on his left hand. It's a disease called ectodactylism. Mm. Uh, by the time he was 11, his left leg had to be amputated from the knee down. And uh, a lot of people would think if you were born with that condition, you know, life's over, you can't really do anything extraordinary. But his parents believe that, you know, anyone can do anything they want if they're really committed to it. They always told him, they said, Roger, you know, uh, you can do anything you want. Don't focus on what you can't do. You're never going to play chopsticks on the piano. You're never going to eat with chopsticks. But there's 10,000 other things you can do. What do you want to do? And he said, well, I want to play football. And uh, so his father taught him how to get down in a football stance and do all the things, block and tackle. Now, he's not going to be the quarterback with one finger on his hand, but he went out for the team, and they actually had to sue the school system to let him try out. Wow. He, he won the lawsuit. They let him try out, and he became a defensive end. And um, he had a goal. His goal was to intercept a pass and run for a touchdown. And he used to practice every night after school. He'd come home. This was from about the sixth grade on. And his parents would throw the ball up in the air, and he'd catch it and learn how to catch it with his arms and how to stiff arm and jump over a tackle and spin out of a tackle. And 
problem was the opportunity never presented itself until the next to the last game he ever played. And uh, what happened was the quarterback went back to throw a pass, and he got hit from behind, and the ball went a little high, and Roger grabbed it and started running toward the goal. And he got six, mile, six uh, yards from the goal when someone grabbed his left leg. And Roger said, I pulled, he pulled, I pulled, and my prosthetic leg came off, and I hopped on one foot into the end zone oh. and got the six points. You know? <laughs> he said better than the six points was the look on the guy's face holding his prosthetic leg. That is hilarious. And yeah. wow, what a, what a way to win. Yeah, I really. love that. I love that. But you it know. proves that anybody can do anything if they're really committed to it. We want every kid to know, no matter what challenges they're facing or handicaps they might have, that they too can lead extraordinary lives. Sure. I was telling a friend of mine earlier, Jack, I said, uh, you know, I I, um, I was interviewing a woman who was in a wheelchair, and she looked at me and she said, I'm not disabled. I just can't walk. There you go. And I thought, wow. And I think about her all the time. When I think my life is having a problem, I think, wait a minute, don't even go there, okay? <laughs> you know, exactly. Like- That's why I love stories like Eric Weinmayer, a blind kid who climbs Mount Everest. I mean, he got to the top of Mount Everest, he's blind, he's jumping across crevasses, trusting people, saying, take three steps and ru- leap as hard as you can. And Ooh, Talk about faith. I know, and you, and you read a story like that and you go, what's my excuse? You know? mm-hmm. and, and then you realize you really don't have any. I love the story about the kid, uh, the autistic kid who got the basketball, all the shots. I, I, yeah. for, oh my gosh, did that bring us all together? You know? I love that, yeah. I just saw a clip of that on uh, YouTube just a couple weeks ago again. Yeah, I mean, you just those kind of stories makes such a different difference in our lives. And Jack, I just want to say thank you so much for all that you have given from your heart and from that soup bowl of yours <laughs> that, oh, keep, that keeps on overflowing. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I want one little piece of business advice from sure. you. Anything that you want to talk about because you are the master brander of all time. What would you say to somebody starting out a new business and wanting to succeed as well as you have? Well, I would say, number one, focus on your clients instead of yourself. I even had to do this with my staff. The other day we were putting together a book. There's a movie out called The Secret. I don't know if you've seen oh, it. Oh, yes. I happen to be in it. And, and we're developing a book on the law of attraction and its power. And I'd put in some things there where how to get rid of and release negative emotions. And I'd put in some stuff about some other of my friends who have books and seminars and audio programs and so forth. And my staff wanted to take it out. And I said, why? They said, we want to lead people back to our website, not to theirs. I said, no, we want to empower people. Mm. You know, if we empower people, they're going to come back to us because that's where they got the, the source of the empowerment. And so don't worry about that. If, if you serve your clients and make that your number one goal, if every day you wake up and say, how can I serve them better? Mm-hmm. How can I improve my service? How can I improve my product? Instead of how can I make more money? You know, do what you love and do it with excellence, and the money will follow. I totally believe that. Too many people are focused on me, 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 get, 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 and they're not focused on giving and service. And the more you serve, the more it comes back. So every book we did, sometimes we paid outrageous permission fees for stories, but we knew it was the story that was going to make the book out you know, really good, and it was always like, what will serve the client? Mm-hmm. What will serve the customer? And I think, you know, if you focus on that and have high quality and integrity, and obviously marketing, you know, you, you've got to market. Uh, Mark and I learned that way back when. We did radio shows at 3 in the morning, you know, in Idaho, hoping mm. if three people heard it, maybe one person would buy the book, and they'd tell 10 more, and it would, it would emerge. And it took us, I don't know if you know this, Rolanda, but we did not make a bestseller list until 14 months after the book came out. And we had something we teach everyone called the rule of five. 
do five things every day to push your number one goal forward. So we would do five interviews. If we couldn't get interviews, we'd send out five free books. One day we sent one to the producer of uh, Touched by an Angel. Mm -hmm. She bought 500 copies, and she made all of her uh, script writers read it and said, these are the quality of stories. This is the feeling I want in our um, you know, shows. And so that one free book led to 500 sales. And so just constantly every day, five things that are going to lead you toward the fulfillment of your number one goal. Well, there you go. Some very good homework, a great takeaway. Do five things today that are going to push your dreams to reality. Jack Canfield, thank you so much. Hey, if you like today's show, please let me know. Please leave a review or rating and also share. Let your friends know what we're doing over here. And go and check me out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter at Rolanda Watts. That's R-O-L-O-N-D-A. And speaking of good books, go and check out all of the Chicken Soup for the Soul books of Jack Canfield. And while you're over there at Amazon or Barnes & Noble or wherever you shop for your books, check out mine. It's a romance suspense novel, perfect for traveling, perfect for the beach coming up, perfect for summer reads. It's called Destiny Lingers. It's endorsed by Dr. Maya Angelou, and Amazon is calling it a romance suspense novel. It's about an investigative news reporter who is so busy covering all of the big stories in New York City that she's not paying attention to her own life until she uncovers this long strand of red hair stretched across her husband's bed pillow. And the only person she knows with bright red hair is her best girlfriend. You know where that's gonna go. Well, that and a hostage situation and a bunch of other stuff, Destiny flees New York City and heads down to her little beach house in North Carolina where she grew up. And there she meets a very handsome police chief who turns out to be the little boy that she was in love with but couldn't be with because of segregation. Yep, time moves on, but destiny lingers. Hey, what would you do for a second chance at your first love? This is my first book, my first novel. It's getting some wonderful reviews, and it's a good story, and I'm really proud that it comes out now because it deals with race and class and love. Those laws that tried to keep destiny and chase apart could never separate their love. <laughs> Good stuff. Perfect for this season. Pick one up today, Destiny Lingers, and check out Jack Canfield's many, 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 many books and do those five things today to perpetuate, pursue, and make a reality out of your dreams. Thank you so much again for listening. Now go out there and do something good. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>